If green is your favorite color or your way of living, then Grounded is the place for you. From big environmental solutions to your own backyard, wherever in the universe you may be, join me, Melanie Walker, on a journey to a cleaner, greener life. Grounded, your window on the environment. Well, hi and welcome to it. I'm Melanie Walker and we're talking about things that affect you, affect our environment, affect our gardens and of course that's what Grounded is all about. Today, however, we're taking it where we're not talking about our gardens. Uh, We're talking about you and how you can keep yourself safe, what things you would be using in your life to make sure that you're safe and what isn't all that good for you as well. Uh, We're going to be chatting about this with Bruce Turner from Bespoke Amenities. Now, you hear about that and we think about amenities you know, what basically we're talking about here is the hospitality industry, which is where Bruce started out. Am I right in saying that? It was like getting all of those little things that you find in hotels and restaurants and soaps and all of those things. Hi, Melanie. Yes, it's everything you would use on your body in a hotel room. Soap, shampoo, lotion, shower caps, all the personal care items the hotels typically give you for when you stay over. Okay, so do you do all the manufacturing of um, not just the the things that the bottles go into? Well, you get those, from, I would imagine, from somebody else, but all of the, the mixing of all the products which would go to into the soaps and the lotions? Yeah, so we, we make all the liquids. We make soap, um, but I'm hugely passionate about manufacturing. We manufacture as much as we can. So over the years, we've produced things like we now manufacture shower caps. So we're the only company in South Africa that manufactures a disposable shower cap. We manufacture slippers, um, hotel slippers. We do things like shoe mitts to clean your shoes. So my real passion is is manufacturing. We now manufacture our own bottles as well. So mm-hmm. we, we're kind of on a mission to import as little as we can and, and do everything here. And that's been my passion. is an awesome journey we're on. Yeah, so if, I mean, people don't – we did hear these stories when the – the COVID pandemic started about how many companies, especially those that are involved in uh, making of cosmetics, swung their company around to be able to start generating things that would help to um, fight the whole COVID epidemic. Did you ha- end up doing the same kind of thing? Well, we had no clients left. They'd all closed. So that was quite good incentive. But we were fortunate, in fact, that I shouldn't say fortunate, but the Cape Town water crisis. Um, created huge demand for hand sanitizer in Cape Town. Mm. So we had some really great formulas we had developed for that. Um, and we, we we had a backup plan. So we, we really got into the sanitizer business quite early on. Um, soap, obviously, is a is a huge thing. And like everyone, dry hands is a huge thing at the moment. Oh, um, tell so. me about <laughs> it. I mean, I, my fingernails look like they've just shredded themselves. You get those hangnails. It's just like, it is really appalling. And, and I know everybody, wherever you go, you're getting your hands sprayed 15 times. Mm. And then you've still got to wash your hands the whole time. And it's become like quite a big bugbear for so many people. Absolutely. I mean, in particular, in our factory, the guys who are handling these products on a daily basis, it's it's very hard on the skin. And in a, in a factory environment, you you know we ring a bell every hour and get everyone to wash their hands and and all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, it's really hard on the hands. So I think everyone's suffering, especially in winter. Mm. In, in Joburg, you your hands get dry anyway. Now we're making them ten times as dry. So a lot of people are suffering. You know, it's unfortunate that this does seem to be the best way to prevent the spread of of COVID. And um, so you have to do it, and you you just have to try to take care of your hands as best as you can. 
Yeah, I just I keep dun- dumping my nails into like a bowl of olive oil, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> the fingernails, which is about the best thing. Yeah. But what kind of really worries me is, I mean, if it's doing this to our body, what on earth is it going to be doing to the environment? Because this is all going down. I know there's a lot of companies that have been putting out stuff. It's not enough in the way of alcohol content to actually be efficacious against this particular bug. It's not a bug. It's a horrible, just a viral thing. Um, a lot of this must be going down into the groundwater, into the air. I mean, how much... Um, is there in the way of checks and balances when it comes to a lot of the companies that have come up overnight and may not actually be as au fait with what they should be doing as you guys are? Yeah, so I mean, you, you have to look at this from a few perspectives. And if, if you're looking at it from a, a personal, your, your health perspective, in my opinion, is anything you put on your body, you need to take seriously. You, mm. you, you need to make sure they come from reputable companies. You need, you know, there's raw, raw materials. You know, we only buy from the, the big manufacturers because we really want to be sure these have been, you know, they're thoroughly tested, they're reputable. Mm. You know, you hear t- horror stories from companies importing from China or wherever it is where the ingredients just aren't the same. Well, remember that whole thing with all those shampoos all the years ago yeah. um, and there's people saying, oh, no, that shampoo's actually got the same stuff that they strip floors with. Mm. We're, we're lucky and that we employ a chemical engineer. Mm. So one of our best-selling disinfectants is an ingredient commonly found in in hair shampoo. Mm. So there's this overlap and then it comes down to percentages and doses and are you using the correct percentage? Because at this percentage, it's it's really great. On your hair, double that percentage, it's a disinfectant. Mm. So, you, you know, you need that, those checks and balances. So you, early on starting our factory, we, we got all the ISO certifications, which is the International Standards Organization. And we adopted that system quite quickly because we acknowledge people are putting this stuff on their skin and you need to guarantee what you're doing. But if you take alcohol, so typically you use two types of alcohol for hand sanitizers. Um, one is isopropyl alcohol, which is also called a rubbing alcohol, mm. but it's got a very strong odor. And um, then you use ethanol. So ethanol is also used in um, alcoholic drinks. And the ethanol you have to use is denatured. So they add a chemical to it. Um, in fact, we use one where they add isopropyl alcohol, and that's designed to make it taste really bad, can make it poisonous, but it's to prevent people drinking it. Well, that didn't really work all that well with the amount of people who actually died from adding this to their drinks when Correct. we were still had no alcohol being allowed to yeah. be sold. I mean, it's and, crazy. And alcohol is the biggest cost in a hand sanitizer, yeah. I mean, if it's 70%. But another way they um, denature alcohol is with methanol. Yeah. which is basically methylated spirits. Now, ethanol, uh, methanol as it gets absorbed into the body, that's really bad for you. Um, I think there was an article out recently about the risk of methanol. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you need to know the guys you're buying your sanitizer from, understand these things, understand mm-hmm. you can't use alcohol denatured with methanol because that's poisonous. Mm-hmm. You have to use the right things. And then, as you said earlier, if your biggest cost is alcohol, the easiest way to make your product cheaper is Remove the alcohol. alcohol. So you need to weigh these things up. You need to ensure that um, it works. It's got to work on your hands. There's no point drying your hands out, hammering them all Mm. the time with with a product that doesn't have enough alcohol in it. On top of that, there are other things you add. So we've used a lot of tea tree oil because Mm. it's also fairly fairly good to your hands. And it's also Also, an antifungal, which is great. Correct. And then glycerine to be easier on the hands. Mm. So these things do need to be thought through. So it's not, it can't just be as simple as 
buy any alcohol, mix it with water, bottle it, and supply it. But there are companies out there that aren't taking that into account. They are just putting out stuff which is actually not taking the well-being, the overall well-being of a human being into account. Yeah. That, like, with, like with anything where people see opportunities. And also understand lockdown, a lot of companies lost all their revenue. Yeah, and th- this was the only op- or the only opportunity they had. So <clears throat> they've gone that route. I don't think with evil intention, but it's it's what they could find. It's what they could do, and they they came up with a product. Mm-hmm. And when it was an enormous shortage, I mean, we bought most of our alcohol from Sassel, and you'd order ten tons, you'd get two tons mm-hmm. during that initial period. So mm-hmm. we were all running really lean on on what we could get our hands on, and there were. So who's bringing out what at the moment? I mean, that's quite an interesting fact. I mean, if you say like there was this incredible, and this this probably still is a huge um, demand, because I mean, especially now, there's more people being spread in more different places mm-hmm. everywhere you go. Yeah, well, so alcohol supply sh- has shored up, so y- there's no shortages anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we we deal mainly business to business, so. There's some tests you get done. So we had our products test against South African national standards, which is mm. called SANUS, um, two in particular. So we've passed the alcohol hand rub and we've passed for disinfectant spray. So the first thing I'd say is you, you do want to buy from either a brand that you know or from a company that can produce those sort of test results. Mm. Um, two, so alcohol is a funny thing. If you put too much alcohol in your sanitizer, it's ineffective because Alcohol evaporates really quickly, yeah. and water, so at ninety percent, the kill rate d- doesn't have enough time to achieve mm. the right kill rate because it evaporates faster than it kills. So all disinfectants or sanitizers, they have to be on your hands for a period of time to kill. The same as the soap videos you've seen going around, mm-hmm. sing happy birthday twice while while you wash your hands because that contact time is what kills the virus off. So ninety percent, you it evaporates before it kills. What happens at Below 50%, um, it's ineffective to kill. So that's really why you want to be in the 70s because if you start off at 60, it might evaporate a bit quickly. It might have evaporated a little bit in the bottle. Mm. 70% is sort of your safest um, alcohol level or the most effective. So there's enough water in there to spread nicely across your hands to give you that contact time to kill. And um, that's the time they measure <clears throat> in the lab. So if your sanitizer is on the in the Petri dish for 30 seconds, how much does it kill? At 20 seconds, how much does it kill? Mm. And that's where you want that, you know, the kills 99.9995% of germs. So I don't know what happens to the other 5%. But, um, <laughs> they get out there and take you out, yeah. <laughs> Correct. And you, yeah, if, if someone's walking into your shop, absolutely, you want to know that you're sanitizing them effectively mm. um, for your client and for yourself. And I think um, you also want to know that what's in there is fairly gentle on the hands as much as it can be. Mm. So you want something with glycerine. You want something with – there are a million fantastic essential oils you can use. We like tea tree because it also offsets that hard, hard, hard alcohol fragrance. But yeah. make sure you have – you know, get the documents. Anyone supplying the stuff should have it, um, especially at a time like this because um, it's not for personal use effectively. It's just to stop the spread of a pandemic and – it's your so responsibility. Are you are you supplying businesses um, rather than kind of chain stores and things like that? I mean, yes. you were you bespoke, <laughs> so obviously it was like hotels and things. But I mean, hotels are not opened yet. 
I don't know how many hotels are going to be left. I mean, it's been absolutely destroying, but at least some of the other bigger concerns are taking over ones that might have closed, which is a great thing to hear. But who knows when they're going to be allowed to open again, which is another thing. Where are you actually taking your product We're out to? We're talking about my nightmares now. Um, <laughs> Sorry to do that to you. <laughs> so, yeah, we still, the hospitality market's starting to open up. Mm -hmm. um, and we've got, you know, fantastic clients that have been amazing during this period, which we're really lucky with. You know, mm -hmm. guys have haven't just shut up shop and ignored everyone. We've been working hard with all of our clients, which is great. They're starting to open up. How full they'll be, we'll wait and see. Um, but at least it, we're seeing a bit of light or at least some discussion about seeing light. Um, so, yeah, we've, again, been lucky. We got quite a lot of work from Standard Bank. So a lot of the branches and the offices uh, use our sanitizers. Mm -hmm. We have a couple of chain stores. Um, we're in a few spas um, who, do, who do some independent buying. But the majority of has been factories, has been offices, mm -hmm. has been generally companies for the use by their employees more than for sale to the public. It's, it's an interesting thing that everybody's had to rethink their strategies and how things are going. Even restaurants, now that they're being allowed to open up again, they're sitting and saying, well, we can't have salt and pepper shakers like we used to have on the tables. We now have to come up with a different way of looking at how we can have once-off packaging, but also try and make it so that it's not going to be too much in the way of waste as well. So I think that Everybody is having to change their way of, of thinking how to deal with this. And the environmental damage from, from this crisis is enormous. I mean, every single disposable mask is made from plastic. Yeah. And, you know, our business as well, we, we, were, we still are in the process of doing the environmental management system, ISO accreditation. We've put a huge amount of effort in that because our industry really needs to adapt. I mean, you, ca you can't just leave millions of little plastic bottles all over the place. And here we are with a huge reliance on plastic. Mm. Um, and I guess the, the point is it shows, in a way, the value of plastic because it can be deployed so quickly. It's, it's known, it's safe. It is recyclable if recycled. Mm. Um, and kind of all of that has gone out the window and you sort of have put so much effort into your sustainability and then you turn around and go, well, everything has to be disposable. Yeah. Um, and it, we need to really look at just generally how we dispose of waste how we look after these things because yeah, i think we're going to wake up and see millions and millions of masks all over everything you ever saw in a river and rub and the gloves R yeah gloves those um your those big coverall suits are yeah. made out of plastic so there's a there's a lot we're going to have to think about it's a scary world we live in these mm. days but i'm glad to see that you know somebody is thinking forward uh, it's great I love the idea that you're putting tea tree oil and other stuff in because I, I think I'm going to have to get some of your stuff I cannot deal with the sanitizers anymore it's driving me completely crazy but I mean if anybody does want to get hold of you um, specifically for their company or anything how would they go about doing that you could just email me my email address is bp yes at pbac.co.za excellent bttb -T <laughs> easy enough to remember <laughs> Well, thank you very much and um, yeah, I wish you all the best. Let us know if you have any more forward-thinking ways of um, being kinder to the environment and being kinder to human beings. Got lots of ideas I'd love to share with you. Okay, thank and for you the rest for of you, time. find out about these things. See what you're putting onto your body. Stay home, stay warm, stay grounded. Bye-bye. You've been listening to another episode of Grounded from Solid Gold Studios in Johannesburg. 
more green ideas and events, pop along to Mel's Treasures on Facebook.